them with a mask mandate finally lifts it. I'm John Doman. Amid COVID and monkeypox, a new interim head of DC Health. I'm Dick Iuliano. And it's time to check your numbers for the Mega Millions jackpot. It's 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Are you a winner? Our first winning number tonight is 29. That's followed by 63. Up next, we have 66. Your next number is 7. And your final white ball number for this Tuesday evening is 60. Now for the Mega Ball number, that's 15. The numbers again in Tuesday night's $830 million Mega Millions drawing. 7, 29, 60, 63, 66. And the Mega Ball was 15. The former president is now the subject of a criminal investigation. Details from CBS's Matt Piper. The Department of Justice is investigating former President Trump's actions in its January 6th probe. CBS News has learned that prosecutors have asked witnesses about conversations with him, his lawyers, and others in his inner circle and have seized phone records of top aides. The Washington Post reports and a source has confirmed to CBS News that the investigation does indeed include the communications of people close to the former president and his campaign and the former president's conversations themselves. St. Louis is dealing with the aftermath of flash flooding after a record rainfall early Tuesday. One person was found dead in a car that was in more than eight feet of water. A massive downpour topped a dropped 10 to 12 inches of rain in the area. More from KMOVTB's Caroline Hecker. St. Louis woke up underwater. It's really coming up rather quickly. By 7 a.m., eight inches of rain had fallen, shutting down four major highways into the city. So boxed in, there's nowhere for the water to go. Roads were overwhelmed. Cars drowned in the waters were left abandoned with homes and businesses not spared from the historic flash flooding. In California, crews say they're starting to get the massive oak fire near Yosemite National Park under control. Thousands of people remain under evacuation orders. Natasha Fouts is with Cal Fire. We're getting in more resources. We're the top priority fire in the state right now. The fire began Friday and quickly expanded to become the state's largest of the year. A strong earthquake struck the northern Philippines Wednesday morning local time. The Senate building in the Philippines capital Manila was temporarily evacuated and the city's metro briefly halted after a 7.1 magnitude earthquake struck the island of Luzon. Its epicenter was more than 300 kilometers north of Manila in Abra province, where a hospital had to be evacuated after its partial collapse. The BBC's Chris Barrow, it was a pope as we've never seen a pope before wearing a full indigenous headdress. It was given to Pope Francis after he apologized for the Catholic Church's role in what he called Canada's disastrous residential school system for indigenous children. This is CBS News. The DMV Download Podcast is a more complete look at the news stories impacting our region. From January's I-95 traffic crisis, it's not like you can just walk off the roadway. Can't just snap your fingers and close I-95. To D.C. water security. D.C. has about 24 to 36 hours of drinking water in reserve. That's it. There is no backup water supply. Megan Cloherty and Luke Garrett dig deeper every weekday. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by Steamfitters Local 602. WTOP at 1203. Wednesday morning, midweek, July 27th, 2022. Cloudy might see a spotty shower this overnight early morning. By daybreak, we're down to the 60s and 70s in most of the region. 74 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you.
I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early Wednesday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do head into this day together. We begin the ride with a young boy seriously hurt this morning after being hit locally by a car in D.C. happening on Monday. And police say the driver was also a child nowhere near legal driving age. The 11-year-old boy was behind the wheel of a 2020 Kia Optima. And he was driving it just before 7 p.m. in a parking lot off Mississippi Avenue near 19th Street in southeast D.C. According to police, that's when he lost control of the car and was unable to hit the brakes. He hit a 7-year-old child before ramming into the curb. That 7-year-old is now in the hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. D.C.'s Office of the Attorney General is investigating the crash and have not released the names of the two kids. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Now, this particular crash follows this past weekend Sunday's death of a 12-year-old girl who was behind the wheel of a car that crashed in Columbia, Maryland. WTOP at 12.04 Wednesday morning. The former cop who police say was shot by his wife last week inside a D.C. hotel now faces charges for molesting young kids at her daycare center. 57-year-old James Weems Jr., a retired Baltimore City police officer, is charged with sexual abuse of at least three children at the Owings Mills daycare facility operated by his wife. The charges come after Weems' wife, Shantiri, 50, was accused of shooting her husband inside a room at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel in D.C. on Thursday when she confronted him about the suspected abuse. James Weems remains hospitalized in police custody and faces extradition to Maryland. Shantiri Weems has been charged with assault with intent to kill, along with other offenses. She has a court appearance scheduled for Friday. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 1205 Wednesday morning. Last of our region's school mask mandates coming to an end, we hear. WTOP has learned that Prince George's County Public Schools lifted its mask mandate July 1st, making them optional inside all schools and other facilities. A short email was sent to county staff that afternoon asking for everyone to exercise good judgment and support whatever choice their colleagues make about wearing a mask. Back in February, Prince George's County Public Schools CEO Monica Goldson said in an email to parents she anticipated lifting the school system's mask mandate by the end of the school year, but ultimately did not lift it before summer arrived. John Doman, WTOP News. Sharon Lewis has been named interim director at the D.C. Department of Health following the resignation of Dr. LaQuandrit Nesbitt recently. Unlike Dr. Nesbitt, Lewis is not a medical doctor, but a registered nurse who holds a doctorate in health care administration. While the city searches for a new health director, Lewis says she's looking forward to carrying on the work of Dr. Nesbitt. No one can fill her shoes, but I will say that she has set forth a great foundation for us that we will continue. Lewis, a veteran high-ranking official at DC Health, will lead the agency during the ongoing battle against COVID and the new fight against monkeypox in which DC leads the nation in the number of cases per capita at last count 179. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. So how do Virginia voters think first-year Governor Glenn Youngkin is doing these days? The latest Commonwealth poll from VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University, shows 49% of respondents to that poll approve of the job he's done so far, while 38% disapprove. Duncan's approval is split by party and region, but the poll found support for a gas tax holiday, ending the grocery tax, and funding HBCUs is strong across all demographics. As for Virginia's surplus tax revenue, 47% of respondents to this poll support using extra taxpayer dollars on government programs such as welfare initiatives or state-funded clean energy projects rather than returning the surplus to taxpayers in the form of $250 rebates. WTOP at 12.07, we update traffic and weather. 
Coming right For greatest offer, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Marlowe Furniture's three-day super sale with huge discounts. Save 50% off all furniture. Plus, take an extra 10% off your entire furniture purchase.